Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? So, quick announcement before we get into everything today. To all my loyal listeners out there, you are accustomed to two episodes a week for me. Fortunately and or unfortunately, depending on how you think about it, more unfortunate for you guys, but fortunate for me, I've actually come into a couple other great opportunities that are taking up a lot more of my time these days. So I'm actually going to cut down to just one episode a week. Still be giving you great content every week promoting great fashion, fitness, and food throughout Chicago and the U.S., but I'm just letting you know now that things are just going to slow down a little bit to one episode a week. For more information on the types of things that are going on in my life, feel free to check me out on the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Now, on to the show. With today, we have Christine and Kristen. These women are longtime friends, co-founders of Seesaw Society, but most importantly, mothers to six sweet, funny, and energetic little ones between them. As moms, they're passionate about bringing you special premium quality clothing that you and your child will not only love, but turn to again and again. Playful styles that capture the simple everyday whimsy of childhood and make getting dressed much more fun. They search high and low for their fabrics. Only the softest cottons, unique prints make the cut for their designs. Every single piece they produce is a labor of love from start to finish. Locally designed by them, of course, and handmade right here in Chicago. And because they understand all too well how challenging fit can be when it comes to little ones, they offer free shipping and free returns on every purchase. They have loved this brand since long before the day they launched in 2012, and they will continue to work as hard as they can to bring you the very best. Enjoy the show. So, Christine and Kristen, tell us what you guys do in one to two sentences. Um, so, we design and develop classic children's clothes. That clothing that we like to say is not just classic, but more fun and um, whimsical, and you know, really just a lot more exciting for kids to wear. Um, but still, something that can be timeless and you know, stand up for a while. Okay, so, so how did Seesaw Society get started then? Is this something you guys have been working on kind of throughout college and just kind of came out of college and put together or is it something you've been doing part-time? Like how did this all come together for you guys? Um, so we started about three and a half years ago okay. and um, I had a background, I, before I stayed home with my kids, I had a background in advertising and brand launch and Christine had a background in um, textiles and was designing clothing for her daughter on the side, kind of on her own. So um, she had been thinking for a while about starting a business, a small business, and trying to, you know, design and create and just sell off of Etsy. And the two of us were spending a lot of time together, a lot of time as stay-at-home moms, and we both felt like we weren't finding 
um, you know, the classic timeless clothing out there for our little girls that we wanted. And so she was getting so many compliments on what she was working on that we decided it would be, you know, a great idea to go into business together and see if there are other moms out there like us who felt the same way. That makes sense. So how did you guys decide to go from Etsy to like your e-commerce store? I feel like being on Etsy, a lot of parts of business are already taken care of. You have the platform, you have people who come into your site. How did you guys yeah. really make that transition to like your own site and really even retain your customers coming from Etsy? Yeah. You know what? Uh, with my With my background in brand work, I had a lot of experience with Etsy. Um, and I think we both wanted to just stand out more. On Etsy, there are so many vendors um, and people can go on and search things, but you come up and you're competing um, you know, on the spot with your shoppers who are looking to buy right then and there with you know, 10, 20, 30 other children's clothing companies. <laughs> so um, we actually, and it was Christine had found Shopify um, which is who we use to develop our e-commerce site. And they make it just as easy as Etsy um, to have your own site. Okay. So that was a huge win for us. And I mean, we've really had a lot of success and can't say enough about Shopify. We think it's a great tool for um, anyone looking to start an e-commerce site. Yeah. Okay. So with... You said on Etsy, there's like tons of other child clothing competitors out there. So like mm -hmm. once you open up your own Shopify site, like your own e-commerce site, like you still have a competition. So what's really separating you guys that people are not yeah. going to go look at like 20, 30 ones at a time and just come to your site specifically? Right. They can't and they always can do that. And that's, you know, the name of the game. But I think from a point of purchase standpoint, if we can get customers to our site mm -hmm. and to stay on our site, we've got a better shot at them purchasing from us versus on Etsy where they're browsing us alongside multiple other companies at the same exact time. So as soon as we started, it just became, you know, it became a marketing um, game. And how do we get people to our site? How do we drive people to our site? As, I, as we had kind of talked about before this, we didn't have a big budget. We started this all on our own. We invested our own, it was our own funding. And so we knew that we couldn't spend a huge amount of money on marketing. So we really tried to do as much as we could um, just online for free, approaching, you know, doing a blogger outreach, um, finding the right blogs that work with us, that fit with us, that have good followings, um, mm -hmm. that, you know, we could send them product and in return, um, they would post and if they like our products, review us positively um, and other things like that. You know, it was a lot of word of mouth, a lot of social media. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think we felt pretty strongly about just standing out on our own and taking a shot at it that way. Yeah. That makes sense. Can you guys go into more details about like the actual like product lines? So we mentioned that's four kids and things of that nature. Is sure. it zero to five? Is it like zero to 18? Is it like you walk into Cole's department store and it's anything you know, you can think of or like what's kind of your product line that are actually on your site? Um, we are, for the girls, we go from 12 months to size eight. Okay. And um, for the boys, we are 12 months to, um, to four in some things, but we just actually introduced shorts 
And so now we go up to an eight in boys as well. Okay. Yeah. And actually, when we first started, we really only went up to four in the very beginning. For and both. For both. And then, you know, we thought that we were going to be really targeted, really niche at the young top baby and toddler years. And then we realized that we would do shows and we would get customer feedback. And so many people were looking for that more classic look for their older kids too. And we were constantly getting feedback that we love your stuff. We can't find it. I wish I could get this for my older daughter, you know, people who'd be buying for their younger kids. So then we decided to extend up to eight and see where that took us. Yeah. A lot of people gave us feedback about not wanting their eight-year-olds to be dressing like 21-year-olds. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff on the market is, you know, kind of aimed at that mm-hmm. for young girls. So um, a lot of our customers, you know, they want to keep their kids in a classic-looking dress for as long as they can. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like a Sunday church kind of attire or like special occasion on the weekend or is this like day-to-day going to no. school? What's kind yeah. of the attire? No, know. it's very day-to-day. So we always say that our clothing can go from, you know, the park to a party to really wherever you want. We know we each have three kids okay. and we know how life is with three kids and you want dressing them to be easy. You want them to not put up a fight. So you want them to like what they're wearing. It helps a ton when they're young. Um, And you want them, you know, to be dressed well and look cute. They're only little for so long. And, Mm -hmm. you know, before you know it, they're going to have a lot of their own opinions on what they wear. So it's a lot of fun to just dress them up every day, um, no matter where you're going. So we like to say that, um, you know, it's, fun classic clothing that you can wear to the beach, to the park, to wherever that fit into your lifestyle. And we choose, um, our fabrics are hundred percent cotton. So they're comfortable for kids. You know, they don't, they're not itchy and, um, they can, they're breathable. Yeah. And they wash really well also. So it's a, which is a huge, huge thing for everybody. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not a father myself. I've I've done some babysitting back in the day, and I spent time with a lot of young kids in my life from time to time. And I can imagine that just the way I acted too. Yeah. It's like you just try to get in trouble, like get dirty, just to do something rebellious. Because your parents like yell at you for ten seconds, but you can't be put in timeout because you like fell over and got dirty, even though you did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, like, for someone coming to your site, what's kind of like uh, the price points on your site? Because you know, kids they buy new you kind of get new clothes like every year every couple of years compared to like an adult you can wear the same kind of outfit for years until it gets old and raggy do you have any like, yeah. recommendations for people when they're shopping on your site um so we our lowest well our lowest price point would be our bow ties for boys which um start at 18 dollars, mm-hmm. and then uh we have a range i would say um our everyday kind of most I think most purchased dress, the Nora dress is 52. Um, our shorts are, you know, 38, 42. And then we go up from there to some of our dressier. Our, our holiday lines are a little more on the higher side. Um, our clothes are all handmade in the city okay. um, in Chicago. So um, right now we do pretty much small batch uh, manufacturing. So it's really, really well made, really great quantity, quality, 
we can monitor it um, because it's small batch. So that's where we, you know, like to tell people that really as a parent, you're best off spending more on a few great pieces that they can wear all the time that you can wash a hundred times um, versus buying, you know, a ton of stuff that doesn't cost a lot, but that you get two wears out of, mm -hmm. um, especially when you have multiple kids and you want to hand yeah, things yeah. down. So, yeah, I feel really like back then I always got a lot of hand-me-downs, like because I had some older cousins and things of that nature. But then I like feel cool wearing, like, hey, my older cousin wore this. This looks right. so good on me. I'm like so excited, right? And so if it's higher quality, I'm gonna get that. Or right. even, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. especially right. like yeah, things really like enjoyed wearing. But so right now you guys, you know, are just doing small batches, creating everything in Chicago. How do you guys kind of see yourself scaling here in the next couple of years as? you continue to expand and grow the business? Yeah, so um, I think we would like to get to the point that we, I think we're gonna keep manufacturing in Chicago as <laughs> long as we possibly can. Um, if we keep growing the way we're growing, then you know, down the road we are gonna have to think about how do we responsibly um, you know, start to begin more of a mass production um, system. So. For now, I would say at least for the next, well, and you never know. I mean, you never know when the tipping point's gonna be, but at least the way things are now, at least for the next few years, even as we keep increasing, we have two great manufacturers mm -hmm. um, that we don't see any issue with um, for the next few years, at least sticking with them. So. And there are other people that will yeah. take larger orders here. Here, so I think really for, some time to come we'll keep it here as long as we can how do you guys see spending your time because obviously you kind of sorted life out right now with you know your families but once things get busier and the company expands and your kids get older like how, how are you guys going to kind of balance do the work-life balance in that regard have you thought about that well i i think it time. will be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no we we say it will be easier once they are all in school full day we'll mm -hmm. have a lot more um, time to, you know, hours that we're not stopping to go pick somebody up half day or, you know, right. Um, take them here or there. So I think we'll have, you know, more blocks of time that, yeah, I think we're hoping that it corresponds right. yeah, <laughs> with exactly. them going into school full day. But I think, you know, right now we just, we try and work on it. Um, you know, set days mm -hmm. and like today we're taking the whole day to work and um, otherwise at night, you know, during nap times, we do as much as we can on weekends. Um, you know, it's, I want, you know, we want to work on it. So mm -hmm. it's not something that, you know, I'm excited to work on it. Like right. I look forward to once, like I've got the babysitter there or they're asleep and I can start working on it. So. Mm -hmm. Um, as we grow and as things get busier though, you know, we definitely will have more of a need and we are needing it more now yeah. for regular childcare. And that's why we're kind of hoping it just really gets larger when they're all in school. <laughs> <laughs> so I obviously both have a pretty big, yeah. yeah. So I was saying both of you have a really big passion for it, obviously. And so what we kind of touched on beforehand, maybe if you want to circle back to that is you guys were actually stay-at-home moms and you decided to go and open this business. Most people who have kids 
are the opposite. They're like at a job, they take time off, and they want to just stay at home full time with their kids. How did you guys kind of walk through that mentality of I'm going to go become busy and be away from my kids? Like, what was kind of your driving factor in that regard? Well, I think when we started thinking about it, we had, you know, there were multiple naps during the day, and you do find in yeah. the beginning you are busy, but you realize that you do have, you yeah. do have some extra time. Right? I think actually we had more downtime when we started it when then we had we, babies. Yeah, who napped like Christine was saying and didn't have school pickups and drop offs for preschool. Mm-hmm. Um, we were to. See, we were together so much too, so we would be working like Just while the, the kids park. were at the park. I mean, they would be playing and we would be talking and strategizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'd follow things up at night after they went to sleep. So now I feel like it's become more where we need to set aside time and get sitters and, and work um, more for a designated amount of time. But in the beginning, it wasn't, we definitely. Yeah, I think to answer your question, I don't think we ever thought about it as being away from them. I think we thought about it as like the perfect balance okay. where we had something that we could work on and at home, you know, be proud of and um, not feel like we were totally out of the workforce, but still be there for our kids every day. Um, so it was really the perfect balance. I, I hate, I shouldn't say perfect. I think no matter what, you know, it's hard when you're trying to start up a business. I mean, mm-hmm. There were definitely days that I was like, oh my gosh, like, I think we both had two when we started and then we were both pregnant with our third. (laughs) People would be like, are you guys crazy? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I mean, you only get to live once, so why not make it a little more exciting? So are you guys going to change the the lines you offer as your kids age? Because, I mean, right now you have, you know, your models working for free. And in a couple of years, they're going to be five, six, seven, eight, you know, nine, ten years old. Are you going to start making clothes for them? Because, mommy, I want new clothes. Make it for me. And like, oh, no, we have to like go to Abercrombie and buy your clothes now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think, I don't know. I think that outside of the kids, and tell me, Christine, if you, I think we do have plans to offer more pieces as mm-hmm. we expand. And maybe expand into, you know, we definitely have pie in the sky, like long-term plans to do expand even into women's clothes, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be, you know, much later down the road. But I don't think it's as much about their age as it is just about the business growing. So we're not worried about models. We have plenty of, yeah. we, have, <laughs> we have plenty of access. We both are at great schools with lots of kids who are willing to help <laughs> So we have lots of access. I think it would be more about us when we're ready to add to the line. Makes so. sense. So do you guys want to walk maybe uh, some people through some tips when they come to your website? So there's a lot of options on there. And going from like the basic you know, mother who just buys something out of Kohl's or something like that, like nothing wrong with that. But then they come to your site, they don't really know much about fashion or style or they have a limited budget. Do you have any recommendations for when people come to your site how to kind of go about choosing what they should get for their children? Um, I think, you know, well, it's hard. And I think that's why, you know, you bring up a good point. So people aren't always going to be familiar with us. Right. Um, so I think there's a little bit of a hurdle there, which is why 
um, we offer free shipping and free return shipping if you order online mm -hmm. so that people feel free to try us. Um, we know that, I mean, you bring up people shopping at Kohl's, um, it may be a little different audience, um, but under that same kind of realm, I think that you have to, if they want to start smaller, I would recommend the Nora dress okay. um, and getting a feel for us that way. I think that's our best everyday, um, you know, mid-range price point piece that you can really get a feel for the quality of our line and and the fabrics are really about. fun. So, yeah. you know, I think you can definitely find something that your daughter would um, love. Like right now we have a watermelon dress and, mm -hmm. you know, if someone goes and sees that and their kids, their child loves watermelon, you know, that might be the one that they want. So I think they're just really fun. Um, they're fun prints. So it wouldn't be, you know, right. it might and be hard to choose which one. Yeah. That's actually a good point because I think Christine, you know, spends a lot of time looking at fabrics and making sure that they're, you know, the best fabrics for us. Um, and I think a lot of it is about your child expressing themselves. So the watermelon dress, for example, you know, I've had a lot of customers actually, quite a few, a handful of people say, oh my gosh, my daughter's so into watermelons. I'm so excited you have this or people, um, have emailed recently and said, are you guys going to do a mermaid fabric? You know, I think we offer so many options that when you're looking at it, think about who your child is and what they're going to be the most excited to put on. And if they love it, they will want to wear that dress every single day and they'll never put a fight, put up a fight. And your yeah. only issue is going to be, can you wash it fast enough for them to get it back on? <laughs> yeah. So that when happens. you... Yeah, so you guys are doing like small batches. Um, do you guys have kind of like seasonal stuff or do you just kind of just accumulate all the designs you've had in the past that people can always access? So when we started, I think we started more traditionally and said we were going to have a spring collection, a fall collection, a holiday line. And now I think we've come more because it's small batch, mm -hmm. I think we've come more around to just kind of offering what we offer that can work spring, summer, fall, and trying to focus on it that way. Um, we definitely do change it up for fall. Maybe you'll see some heavier, heavier fabrics in there, mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, deeper colors. But for the most part, I think we are moving towards this, trying to come up with a collection that can work year round um, without, you know, losing the fun of summer and when you want to dress them a certain way. And then I would say we definitely keep our holiday line and we'll always keep it separate because that's just a completely different, um, you know, look. a completely different look. So that makes sense. So any other recommendations you guys would have for listeners who are out there looking for clothes for their children? What do you think? I would just say, you know, just focus on, you know, what your, your children are going to like and, you know, the fabrics, if you're, um, if you want the quality, then, and you're willing to, um, you know, spend a little bit more than you would at Kohl's, uh, I would just say, you know, buy something that your, your children will like and that you'll get a lot of wear out of. 
but it's going to stand the test of time right that you can pass on and on mm-hmm. makes sense all right well i definitely appreciate both your times christine and Kristen, and have a great rest of your day great great thank you, thank so, you much. so much what a splendid episode with christine and Kristen. they definitely just bring women empowerment to a whole new level they have six kids between them and their families and they're starting a business working full-time around the clock designing things that are hard to do is being creative no excuses for anyone else out there that says they're too busy to do anything having full set of family at home and running a business is just absolutely phenomenal i'm so excited for them and to see where their business takes them if you haven't already please subscribe to our podcast in itunes pod directory or soundcloud that way you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week for reference those are all linked up right in the show notes while you're in there feel free to leave us a review if you do all i can say is two words endless gratitude writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. This episode was brought to you by A Positive Beauty. A Positive Beauty is a nail art blog with a positive living as its sidekick. So whenever you need a little quick pick-me-up, this safe space has got your back. You'll find lots of nail art, a sprinkle of beauty-related posts, and endless support on self-love. Someone who is a positive beauty is a person who emanates warmth and positivity wherever they go. Beauty shines forever when it is lit from within. To find out more, go to apositivebeauty.com. Also, for all your skincare and cosmetic needs, look no further than Lamp Enterprises. No matter your gender, age, race, or ethnicity, our top-notch products are exactly what you need to help your skin look softer, smoother, and more beautiful. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully you learned something new or at least were able to share a few laughs with us. Until next time.